It is Sunday, May 31st, 2020. This is U62 The Targ. Let's do this. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62 The Tar. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, I'm complaining about how bright the world is. I'm sampling a misty freeze from Dairy Queen, and we're watching rocket launches on TV. It's episode 10.07, The Bright. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 the Targ, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Kapp is here and welcomes to this week's episode of The Targ. You'll have to excuse me. I'm currently in the middle of my mind being blown. As I said at the end of last week's episode, I finally got myself a new pair of glasses. My first new pair of glasses in 12 years, and it was really time for a new pair. As I mentioned last week, you know, my old glasses were so scratched up and so beat up that it was like I was always looking through a thin layer of fog. Well, my new glasses came. I've had them for 24 hours now. And holy moly, you know, it's like someone turned up the brightness on the world because I was looking through that thin layer of fog. It was like everything is dimmer and everything is so bright now. Everything is so clear and so sharp. I really noticed last night when I was watching TV, you know, suddenly the blacks are darker, the whites are brighter. I've got an easier time reading subtitles and fine print on TV commercials. It's just, I, I, I. Why didn't I do this sooner? This is so awesome being able to see. Now, I know some people, they've been asking me my entire life, Mark, have you ever thought about contacts? Well, because I get my eyes checked so rarely and I have my prescription here in hand now, I can tell you I cannot have contacts. According to the fine print on my prescription, my uh, prescription is so strong that it is not suitable for contact. So there you go. That's why I'm still wearing a pair of glasses. So I'm like, now that the entire world is in focus, what should I do to break these in? Well, whenever I get a new TV, I break it in by going to Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, and going to that now legendary Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Maul lightsaber fight. So I tossed that in the Blu-ray player, and I watched Phantom Menace. Still a good movie. I've talked about this before. I'm a Phantom Menace apologist. I kind of like it as Star Wars movies go. I was thinking about Rogue One as well. I was thinking about watching Rogue One as well, pardon me. But I was like, nah, we just want to see the Darth Vader hallway fight, so I skipped to that. You know, it reminded me of when I got my last pair of glasses 12 years ago. I had them for about a week when I decided to go see a movie. I figured my eyes had adjusted to everything being brighter enough, but they did not. By the end of that movie, my eyes were burning something The screen was just so bright, it was burning my eyeballs. Or maybe my eyes were burning because the movie I chose to see was Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Everything's better with Mark Chappis. Crime has gone down, productivity is up, and ratings for Doctor Who are through the roof. 
Mark Kappas on U62, The Targ. I am coming to you live from my kitchen table because it's time for another installment of Mark Tastes Random Things. This is something I do occasionally on the podcast, where there's some hot new soda pop, or some hot new chocolate bar, or some hot new limited edition burger that one of the fast food places have, so I have to try it and sample it here on the podcast just for you. And I move everything out to my kitchen table for that, so that way if things get messy, I don't have to worry about anything getting all messed up. Today I am sampling for you a Dairy Queen Misty Freeze. Let me tell you. Westlock has a Dairy Queen now. I'm a little bit obsessed with it. Uh, When they first announced it was coming over in my day job, I was running this petition on air to be the first one in line. Then in that month between when they had their soft launch and when they had their grand opening, I was down there every week sampling something different on the menu to see what all Dairy Queen has to offer. All those videos are over on my YouTube channel. You can check them out if you long for them. Because summertime is here now, I went down to Dairy Queen about a day or two ago to sample a Misty. That's what they call their line of slushies, frozen beverages, stuff like that. I talked about it on the social media, because that's what you do in this day and age. And someone wrote back and said, you have to try a Misty Freeze. Those are the best things ever. So a Misty Float is when they take their slushie and they put some ice cream on top. A Misty Freeze is when they actually stir in the ice cream. So I have it right now. I had a cherry-flavored one. Looks an awful lot like a milkshake. I've been letting it sit for a while while I get everything all set up, so it's a little bit melty, but they did put a dollop of whipped cream on top, which is nice. So let's have a sip now. Ooh, I can smell the cherry. Let's have a sip now of a Cherry Misty Freeze. Oh, that is good. I was right in saying it's a lot like a milkshake. It is like a cherry milkshake right now. It is so good. Mmm. Oh, man, I am loving that. Cherry was a great flavor to go with. I was a little worried about, you know, the slushy aspect, you know, the water in it might be watered down. But it is not watered down at all. This is damn good. It is like a cherry milkshake. Mmm. Mmm. That is so good. You got the ice cream. You got the cherry flavor. This is a damn tasty milkshake. So there you go. I give a hearty two thumbs up for a Misty Freeze from Dairy Queen. Why not have one today? Because it is a beautiful sunny day here in Westlock, and now that I've done my bit for you, I think I will retire to my balcony to finish off this frosty beverage. You're listening to Mark Kappas. It's clear to all of you that I am awesome. On U62, The Targ. And now it's time for the streaming report where I update you on what I've been binging during these uh, summer rerun days and when I'm just spending a lot of time at home on the couch. I should make an intro for this one as well because I just listened to the old Mark Tastes Random Things intro there and I'm thinking, yeah, maybe I need a streaming report intro. Anyway, it's been a pretty light week for me when it comes to streaming. As I mentioned before, I'm finally making my way through Battlestar Galactica. 
It's one of the greatest sci-fi TV shows of the past 20 years, but I missed it when it was on in its original run in the latter half of the 2000s. So I finally saw it there on Amazon, and I've been binging along with it. I just finished Season 2 of Battlestar Galactica. Uh, Spoiler warning for a 15-year-old TV show. This is when Baltar is now president. They're trying to settle the planet of New Caprica, and the Cylons have just come in and taken over. I am thoroughly loving Battlestar Galactica so far. I don't know why I missed it in its original run. Well, yeah, I do know why I missed it in its original run. It's because I was up in Athabasca. We had a crappy cable company, so I couldn't get it on TV. And I had crappy internet, so I couldn't go download it. So that's why I missed it. But yeah, like I said, I just finished season two, got two more seasons left. Now, some people have told me that this is where it peaks. So maybe I should give it up here. But no, I kind of want to see this through to the end. Anything else of note? Well, over on Disney+, Plus, they now have The Simpsons in its original 4-3 aspect ratio. So let me explain what's happening there. So, you know, the old-fashioned TVs, the tube TVs that we grew up with in the 80s and 90s, they had a 4-3 aspect ratio that was almost pretty much a square. Now we have our new HD TVs, they're widescreen, they're in a 16 by 9 aspect ratio. So when The Simpsons premiered on Disney+, Plus, they modified it for a 16 by 9 aspect ratio. They did this by cropping the top and bottom of the screen to make it a rectangle. Lots of people were upset about that because in doing so, they wound up cutting out a lot of sight gags from The Simpsons. So it turns out Disney+, Plus, they couldn't just put on the original 4.3 version. They had to completely overhaul their delivery system so that way you can flip back and forth between the 16 by 9 and the 4.3 versions on the fly. But they did that and it's there now and Simpsons fans are really, really happy. But if you don't want to binge all 30 seasons of The Simpsons, might I recommend the Maggie Simpson short films, which are now on Disney+. Plus? Yes, The Simpsons have actually made two short films that were in theaters in front of major motion motion picture films. That's what I'm trying to spit out. The first one was called The Longest Day Care. It was in front of one of the Ice Age films back in 2012. And the new one is called Playdate with Destiny. It was in front of Onward during its brief theatrical run in the spring, you know, before they started closing the movie theaters. They are just five minutes of beautiful sight gags, and I really hope we get more Simpsons short films as the uh, Disney years of The Simpsons go on. Kind of didn't know how to end this, which is why I got all stumbly near the end there. And that's the streaming report. You're listening to Mark Cappen. Are you not entertained? No! Do a dance! On U62. The Targ. Come. I couldn't ask for another. Do you back it up? 
doing his special show. Feeling kind of high like a Hendrix haze. Music makes motion moves like a maze. All inside of me, heart especially. Hurt off the rhythm where I want to be. Move in my heart. Wow, wow, wow. Move in my heart. Wow, wow, wow. Move in my heart. Move in my heart. The Papini Sisters, Grooves in the Heart, here on U62, the Targ, Mark's here, good afternoon. Yeah, it's one of my guilty pleasures. There's a whole bunch of artists out there on YouTube where they take modern-day pop songs and they make them sound all old-timey, like they were made in the 30s and 40s. The Papini Sisters were the first group I discovered who does that, and uh, that's one of their uh, latest songs, and I just really liked it. Even though it's not a new song, I mean, Groove is in the Heart was a big pop hit in the early 90s, but still, making it sound all old-timey like that, that's just, I just think it's really, really cool. And speaking of really, really cool, I'm recording this on Saturday afternoon, and I just watched the big SpaceX launch on TV. For the first time in nine years, Americans are sending Americans into space. They haven't been able to do that since they retired the space shuttles back in 2011. Everybody who's up on the International Space Station right now, they were sent up there by Russian rockets. So, of course, NASA was getting tired of this. They wanted to get back into the sending people into space game. And they found a private partner in SpaceX, Elon Musk's infamous rocket company. Uh, of course, they've already been working with NASA for a few years now. They've been sending the unmanned supply ships up to the International Space Station, but now they're sending people up to the International Space Station. So that was quite the thing to see. I mean, this is weird, right? This is a full public-private partnership, a P3, if you will, for space exploration. I mean, NASA was there, yeah, but the rocket was completely designed and built by space. SpaceX. Everyone in Mission Control is a SpaceX employee. This is a, I would say, 90% private venture. So it's amazing what this means for the future of spaceflight now that private enterprise is really getting into it. All I know is I saw a rocket launch on TV, and those are still really, really cool. I don't know. I'm only 42. I think there's still time for me to be an astronaut when I grow up. But of course, I'd probably have to get started like yesterday. Anyways, I've about rambled out, so I think I will wrap this up. As always, thank you for tuning in and downloading and checking it out. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts, you can subscribe in Spotify, and of course you can always get it straight from my website, chaosinabox.com. I'm Mark Kappas, this has been The Targ, see you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of The Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of The Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production.
Good ride while it lasted. Come on, kids. Let's go home. We are home. That was fast.